0: hey hey you guys what's up welcome to views from Genesla episode i don't even know at this point i think six or seven i'm I'm losing track as well um (laughs) so this month we've had we've had some really awesome talented amazing extraordinary guests on the show and we have one more we have a shield dish right and then what's your title official title because i messed it up
1: licensed professional counselor yes. yes lpc and the gang
0: gang gang okay okay yeah. listen have you noticed we've had a lot of counselors i'm biased okay up here i'm biased. i think next month should be my month okay y- you know what yeah next month will be cheryl month this oh, month Lord. was definitely my month are yeah. uh, we ready for my month <laughs> we know. gotta get prepared. I'm here for, for you. I know. I know. Never. um Per usual, guys, we are going to go through our uh checklist. So we'll check in yes. of how was the week. Go, Mo. My week. Oh, so guys, if you didn't know, last week I went away for vacation mm-hmm. Left for us in the cold. seven beautiful days. Left us in the freezing cold. I went to Hawaii. Wow. And it was amazing. It was everything I thought it would be. I got to sleep because I am a napper. <laughs> and it just was so amazing. And I'm not going to lie, you know, it made me come back home. And I was just looking at Jersey like, why?
1: <laughs> why? Wait, didn't
0: you come back and it was like snow? It was no, the next day. It, the snowed. Next day it, like, snowed. it just was horrid. I went from Hawaii, beautiful weather to this. It was just, Oh. it was sad, you know, it was very, very sad. <laughs> so, I'm glad you're back though. Thank you. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, so sound happy to I be guess. back. I'm happy to see the people in my life. <laughs> well, that was all. How was your week, Cheryl? My week was crazy. Your week was right? crazy. It, right? Okay. <laughs> so my week totally, I don't know what God was doing. Well, I wasn't paying attention, maybe. And... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he tries to catch me off guard. So Monday, like, completely didn't go the way that I wanted it to go at all. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a job offer. What? what? Well, 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 well. I'm starting the process of a job that will require me to move out of state. Mm. And not, like, in a couple months or anything, like, immediately. Immediately. So, yeah. Talk about... <laughs> Talk about crazy So that's right? been like Oh my So I've been in a panic Like deciding Whether I should take it Whether I should What should I do Right Cause yeah. I'm like How do I uproot everything In like A because few it- weeks involved in so much like
1: yeah you're gonna yeah. be leaving a lot i a lot know here. Listen,
0: like i do life with her like <gasps> i lot. had my breakdowns <laughs> throughout <laughs> the week already um so that was something and then speaking of family and uh and counseling and all of that my nephew jason who i think everybody and their mother knows is basically like my son absolutely, absolutely. Um, <laughs> he um he had like a real bad meltdown on Thursday, like to the point where his school called and I had to go pick him up and we had to go to the hospital. Like big, the whole big. thing. And um so that was like bothering me on top of it. So yeah. Um <laughs> but good one good thing is I I got so everybody knows I, I launched my uh my small business and I was getting Bombarded actually this week because got the job offer for the out of state got the um, a couple of clients that signed on and then oh no, you didn't tell me that yeah okay okay so so my clients finally <laughs> sent my uh, contracts and then I was applying to part time jobs because I was like oh I just want something to fill in you know the gaps. Oh, <laughs> And every job that I applied to called back and I had interviewed and they were like, yeah, we want to give you an offer. And I was like, Lord, I was waiting for this week forever. And then mm-hmm. you just piled literally everything, everything. on. Like so, overload. yeah, I'm, right? my brain is like, it is a lot. my brain is like, I don't even know. I didn't even know that part. Yeah. Okay. It was just a lot. So, um, yeah, that, that that's on. my week. OK. And, and um, yeah, what else happened? I think that's pretty much that's week. it. Right. I haven't slept. I've been on <laughs> wired. I've been on go. <laughs> Understandably, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. How about, how about yeah, your week? You yeah, how how was your week? week?
1: So my week has been. Or I guess it was pretty relaxed. Compared. Um, <laughs> I
0: like it.
1: Definitely compared to yours, just relaxed. I think last week um, was tough for me only because I just got injured, as y'all know. I hobbled in here. Yes, you <laughs> did. Got <laughs> crutches. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent. I uh, tore my ACL playing oh, basketball. What does Basket always worked.
0: happened, Like,
1: but the story is right. Okay. I dunked on somebody. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. <laughs> It was worth it.
1: And then I landed with the Kobe injury. Oh. Right? With was it worth Achilles it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's basketball. It's always worth it. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. So I've just been chilling at home. I can't yeah. go to work. Can't go anywhere. So I'm home. Yeah. I'm Netflixing and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. practicing music and just hanging out, doing stuff that I don't normally do because I work a lot. Because you work a lot. Did you
0: check out um, the Umbrella Academy?
1: I keep seeing that, and I'm just like, I I don't know know if I want to start it. Because if I start watching that show, then it's another new show to be (laughs) committed to. And I'm... not about tv commitment right not. now
0: so it, that's yeah. one of the reasons why i didn't sleep this week Okay, because i literally changing. stayed up 24 hours at 24 hours and watched this i couldn't the preview
1: seem really like it's good dope. like
0: what's the it's like kids okay. that have super super powers, powers? Okay. and but they grow up in like a really messed up house and really okay. messed up environment like the person who adopted them is like screwed up okay. but then they have to save the world and then yeah they go through umbrella, all that yeah right yeah but it's called the umbrella uh, uh, academy Okay. It's weird, but it, I like it. It's I'm, I'm
1: I'm I'm into sci-fi and like that kind of yeah. thing. so I was. Okay. Like, if I start watching this, I'm not. Yeah, no. So let me You're not that. start a new commitment. Oh That's no. <laughs>
0: oh man um okay so let's see what's going what's 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 Mm. next cut from the culture cut I feel like so much happened this week in culture as well like overload I don't even know where to start what should we start with a lighter note what's who's lighter okay um okay lighter note I, I want us to talk about this John Legend is 40 years old and he's just learning how to swim
1: Really, yes, I like he's, that he's
0: taking a swim lesson. I'm happy for that. And I was thinking about it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. I can't swim either. Mm-hmm. But do you swim, Macho?
1: So I got there's 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 <laughs> a story. story. To this. Oh, okay. So I I have me and my older brother took swim lessons mm-hmm. with two of our childhood friends when mm-hmm. we were really younger. Mm-hmm. Right here at the YMCA on Main Street. Okay. okay. Is that
0: still they open? have?
1: It's I, think, I don't know. As far as I know, I don't know. I think it's open. Okay. okay. But they have, like, levels. They have the dolphin yeah. class and mm-hmm. then the shark class. Okay. And
0: <laughs> names. Baby when you're shark. a kid, it's,
1: it's cool. Baby shark, right? <laughs> I'm in the class, the dolphin class, with my brother and my two friends. Yeah. Um, and we're all in this class together, and we're learning. Mm-hmm. And then um, all of a sudden, one Saturday, they were in the shark class. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, am I going to? And oh. they, they didn't let me go to the shark class. Oh, okay. So I'm it's on my on my list on oh, your to do list I'm, okay I'm and i feel like everyone it to should the do it class. I,
0: yes i think so i think so especially yeah. when you
1: start vacationing and yeah, stuff exactly. yeah. like all the water activities i love water
0: activities yeah. so that's my uh, yeah. go to okay i have a fear of water wow. of like Boats and open oh. ocean. First of all, we what went to Jamaica. In Jamaica, so we we, we went right because okay. I was like, I'm gonna face this fear. I didn't pay all this money to just Took you know beaches, not go in the water. Yes. So we go out into the open border and the whatever to go snorkeling. Yeah, and I don't know the the winds changed <laughs> and there were waves and it's the ocean so okay. i the didn't winds know change. listen the wind changed because it was calm and okay. then all of a sudden it, like so i didn't i've never experienced a panic attack before oh. and i had a panic attack in the water oh my god it was horrible like it was bad like i'm hyperventilating i'm crying
1: were you on a Hi. boat or were you no on, so we i got, got in the
0: water because no, they like, were oh, in the it, il- it, on the island no? no, no. We went on this like little day boat thing. Oh, okay. Um, so that we can go to Dunn's Fall River, well, oh, okay. whatever the Falls. yeah. Okay. So to get there, you have to go through the water, or whatever. And so, <laughs> I got in the water. I was like, okay. But I think realizing that there's no bottom <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is what out.
0: freaked me out. And I was like, I'm really? done. And he, the, they thought I was
1: playing. You had a life vest on, right?
0: That don't matter. <laughs>
1: I'm just trying to make sure you take precautions. Trivial matters. Okay, I had
0: on the life vest. The guy It was a rope That you Everybody held on to The yeah, rope I did see that on your story yeah, yeah and then the guy Was like guiding the rope I don't feel safe I don't feel like the rope Was gonna do anything for me I don't feel like the vest Was gonna do anything oh, for me Sherelle. So they brought me back To the boat Oh So you don't do Water activities <laughs> No Why would I know? Really? I mean I sit why by the pool I? I, ki- t- I go in like the little no, Kid area I can't area. do but the you, look but cute But you just by the water. kinda
1: Jumped right into the deep end like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, like, no. I thought maybe You were on a sailboat Nah a canoe. it was like No
0: All I do with the water word. activities like that's all i do on vacation i hate we was in hawaii i saw um whales like when we were going to god go to bless our, your like, heart snorkeling and everything like, i couldn't do it it was beautiful it's awesome could not do
1: it so john legend so john legend and i think okay.
0: that's awesome okay. he got two kids they probably got a pool right yeah they do so yeah, yeah pretty, that's important <laughs> yeah you know so yeah. vacations he's his kids taken. uh swim instructor is also instructing him him okay so, good yeah um all right, so look. next up, a Florida sixth grader is facing misdemeanor charges after refusing to stand during the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, I mm. saw that. Charges? Yes.
1: Like actual charges. misdemeanor they had charges to call a, in a cop.
0: sixth grader. For not standing for the (laughs) Pledge of Allegiance. What is going on? I don't know the sub said he was being disrespectful or something. No, because he knew his history. So Mm -hmm. when they asked him why you weren't standing, he was ready to answer. He did. You know, he wasn't stumbling and fumbling. Like, you know, he's like, the Constitution wasn't written for my people. Like, he knew. So... Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe his approach and
1: the no, tone. No,
0: I don't think his approach. Or, well, I don't know his tone. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe the. tone. But I feel like it's truth, and but it, I, it was truth. I mean, if you shouldn't have told him history. I don't know what to tell you. They don't normally. Yeah, they right. normally don't. So I mean, um, I don't know. Which are, yeah, that that. I don't. I feel like you don't have a freedom to choose. But that yeah, is, there's some type of. You can stay like. What if you what want if to? Reli- don't? They have things for like religious. If you if yeah. you have a religious thing, you don't I remember have to. Growing up,
1: if you, I had, feel like I remember if, because that because of your religion. Mm-hmm. In the way, I think sometimes like Muslim, Jehovah Witness, I think they yeah, don't, so too, you, they, you don't they, play, standing, yeah. So
0: yeah exactly so, yeah okay. that's cuckoo for coco pups mm. um like i said we have a lot of these so i'm trying to run through them quickly um <laughs> in new york becomes the first state to ban discrimination and bias based on hair yeah, hey, I
1: did that
0: yeah. so we can wear our natural Black curls history, and okay that was a one win that's, we got wins don't I don't that. know no other wins for Black don't History Month. That. We've been losing this month. No, this month I has been horrendous. To that. Horrendous. No. no. But anywho, um, yeah. So we can wear our natural curls, and it's not considered unkempt, um, <laughs> and looking all types of crazy. Yeah. Um. So I'm really not happy concerned. about that. Unproper. And that's in New York, so I, I would expect that from New York. I mean, New York is kind of out there <laughs> anyway. So yeah. I usually yes. first to lead. In yes, things. New York and Cali. Yes. Um, let's see. There is a story that oh, I don't know if I want to do that, but let's go because we did a whole um uh episode about this R. Kelly, surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, and he, uh, as of today, I believe, has been indicted on 10 charges. charges. Yeah. Um, so he will be going to jail hmm. finally. Yeah. Wow. Um, it took some time. It took a documentary. It took a lot. It took a lot for him for, yeah. to get this this conviction. Um, so, I mean. And maybe there is where the help and. Well, do they get help in jail? Mm. Well, if you go to Bill Cosby jail, because Bill Cosby's talking about something, he's
1: having a good time. Bill Cosby described it as amazing. amazing. Yes. What kind yeah, of craziness? Uh, I feel
0: like Martha Stewart, when she yeah, went. Yeah, she
1: did. She yeah, Come she had a great now. time she when was she went. She was on house arrest for most of it, wasn't she?
0: I thought she went to a facility. Yeah, she went to a facility for I some time. I think she did. For a few months, I want to say. Maybe after she came to have arrest, but I feel like yeah. she went to a facility. I want to say maybe like eight to n- it was nine months, months she something. was in something. Mm. But, um, yeah. but no, it, it is time. Maybe there, I don't know, maybe there he can. Yeah. I even heard there's a story of private prisons that are suing the government because they're not being filled. Mm. And they're requiring that they fill them. Mm. So what does that mean for? Well, you could go back and listen to our episode about mass incarceration. Yes, Mm -hmm. and you can go in in, and figure all that out. And this, yeah, you know. So be careful, folks.
1: Got quotas to fill. Got quotas to fill. fill. It's It's true. Okay, so we're
0: gonna be careful. Um, is there a topic that I tried to skip? Carl Lagerfeld leaves a portion of his millions to his cat. <laughs> she was offended, highly offended. <laughs> like I don't understand these millionaires who leave their money to animals <laughs> when there are people in the sure world. She, the cat lives a good life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I I I cannot I cannot wrap my mind she around doesn't. it. it but no is sense he part me. of the culture? I don't feel like that, he part of the culture. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. he's not part of the culture. You know, we can hit the uh, culture one. You know which one we're going to hit, so you can okay. hit that one. Oh, the, okay. Because I was heated about this one earlier. Kimberly. <sighs> the, 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 the. Oh, Kimberly, go wait, ahead. Wait, wait, which one are you talking about? The, go ahead. No, yes. tell me, which one? I, I thought you was ready to hit Jess. Je- 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 Jesse? That's what I thought you was ready to hit. Should we talk about Jesse? We talked about him some em- with em- with Empire. Know, with, with just being empathetic, so how are we not going to? Jesse... Jesse, Jesse, like what is going talked on? talked about
1: it before we knew it was a lie? Yes. Oh. Like, we briefly, hmm. we, we were briefly like, We touched yeah. on it, so, yeah. you know. Might as well bring it full circle. W-
0: what, yeah. what, 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 what is going on? <laughs> My brother. Like, um, I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm I still hoping it don't look too. too so, good. I've been, I have a theory. I think that this is all, some, some way, shape, or form, like an episode of Empire. I never watched Empire.
1: Like so. Empire, real life.
0: Yeah, I feel like they might use like clips of his like, actual CNN they, stuff. Like
1: what they This is how they transition into a reality show.
0: I think, yo, I listen. I think I'm okay. We, we, I'm Christian. We don't bet, but um, <laughs> but I really think that it, there's no way. Like it's a lot, but I th- I feel like I read something about uh. I don't know. I I don't know about him. But then again, I also I was like, well, can he plead insanity? Because you know that's what we people like to do. They do all this craziness, and then all of a sudden they're they're, they're gonna test crazy. you though. Like they're gonna test you for those. Do things. they test everybody? I believe so. Some of these know. people talking about some. I was insane, ma'am. I feel like they ma'am. test people, but you know. Well,
1: I mean, you had that situation with the one kid who was it in Texas who had influenza. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just think it's about the money. If you got the money, you can cover certain it things. It up is. This is America. It's about money. Expert witness. Yeah. yeah. I want to catch uh,
0: affluenza. How do you catch that? <laughs> money. <You> need, <laughs> okay. Need to rich. <laughs> okay. I need to catch that. Somebody. Money. <laughs> somebody, send that my way because this is ridiculous. Um. I just. Uh, I don't know. Just, I, I mean, don't understand it. But but, uh, but Chicago. i I'm like really. You guys really went in for this, and I just feel like. With all the crime and all the issues that be going on in Chirac that you know do not get solved, I'm just Chicago like, wow. people hate when we say that. By the way, Chirac? Yeah. Oh really? I yeah. didn't know. They're like, um, that's not all Chicago. Like I mean, they... I don't think that's all. Chicago has, yeah. you know, it's of beautiful. Things, but yeah, but um... I'm just saying. I was like, wow. But I mean, seriously, at 2 a.m., a celebrity going to to excuse me um to um uh subway. -hmm. With no security, no entourage, nothing. Mm. Like, it it didn't, it didn't, it didn't. I I was right there. I was like, "Mm."
1: I heard from a lot of people that they thought it was suspicious when it came out.
0: Yeah. The story
1: itself just didn't seem to add up. They said Mm. the rope was still around his neck when he went in to ask for help. And it's like, why would he still have the rope Mm -hmm. around his neck? Yeah. I don't know
0: i don't know hmm. like i don't know what the motive yeah of it is like it's just like why especially because these are very sensitive topics right and it's very and i feel like it discredits to to those who feel like this is not a big deal right. it's like see and it's like no these this, these things are happening really to people happen. yeah. you know and it's like yo we were going to bat for you and we really yeah. was empathetic with you and yeah. why yeah you know it, feel like it was taken advantage of so i don't that's my only thing you know yeah with i this. feel like on top of everything that's been happening black history month this was not <sighs> sir yeah it was not the moment for you to step i, I just in. feel like if this is false because you know God, everything well else, he's been charged and i just you mean i, I mean they do that for a, yeah a lot so of. i just feel like were you acting this whole time you keep on the interview Trevor Trevor uh Noah, uh, Noah <laughs> yes. He was like the, he deserves like an Emmy no, or seriously. like an Oscar like, were for you like acting this whole time. There's an excellent acting. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Excellent That's acting. Um, crazy. yeah, I, I don't understand it. Um on a lighter note, Queen Latifa is planning a yeah. 14 million dollar project to build affordable housing in Newark. Woohoo! Yes. Now when I hear affordable housing mm-hmm. I Kind of think, like, um, is it the welfare houses where you pay, like, really cheap, like, you know?
1: There's different vouchers. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of different vouchers in the state. So she's probably working directly with the state Mm -hmm. to get a certain number of vouchers. Or she's probably even creating a voucher that people can utilize to to um fill that housing so okay. kudos mm-hmm. to her That's i really, feel like yeah. really Shaq did good. that
0: or was trying to do that Shaq as well. is building
1: a building right on rector street yeah anywhere. and i didn't know if it was affordable housing but okay. i know i yeah. i always thought it was an investment but yeah. i know okay. most of, most of the time when people want to build in the city they yeah. you know try to give them incentives so oh mm-hmm. if you if you're building you need to have this many affordable housing units within the building yeah. so okay. it's very possible that he also has some affordable units think. in his did, building
0: the killer might do that too uh, for um, for his for area, his, um, I'm in, not sure. They didn't um, depict that yeah, in the in um, the show. Cause that's what I wanted the, to know because I know you had watched the documentary. The, uh, documentary, but I think it's awesome if they're investing in their area. So yeah, like great. investing in um, uh, what's his um, Nipsey Hussle. He literally he bought did. a neighborhood, yeah, and yeah, put yeah. like you know barbershops. Like did the they basketball that's where court. he used to like. Uh, Sell his CDs, sell, yeah. yeah. Sell his um, CDs out the trunk of his car, yeah. So that's, so that's good. Like instead of just leaving your community and just like gentrification, just because has- I see in my neighborhood, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I see the buildings that are coming up. Yeah. I see the advert because I'm in the city all the time. I see the advertisements in the city for yeah, my city for people to move there. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, you know, we got to start paying attention to our own neighborhood because, yeah. Next thing you know, you we all got to leave, you know? <laughs> so, um, start Not paying attention, fact. um, to that. Um, I think we can halt there no. for cuts, okay. um, the, for the culture cuts from the culture. So of course you guys as always tag us in, um, shade room, L'Union suite, everything that's happening. Um, let us know what you want us to discuss. And, um, since it's still black history, Month, yes. Mm-hmm. And we are still celebrating our people. Um, I want to do a quick did you know um, Dr. Eliza Ann Greer born a slave she became the first African-American to practice medicine in Georgia so I just want to shine a light on her just to practice medicine just to be the first female you know I think that's amazing wow did you know guys did you know she's out here being great. Wow. Don't quiz me on these, but I'm learning.
1: Okay, it's I'm good learning. I have a whole bunch yeah, more, but I'm learning. There's test leaving. at the end of the month, right?
0: <laughs> we actually had a test we took with our college crew. Oh, girl! Shout out to Sabrina. Gosh. She sent it to us, and it was hard. She had some questions on there. It was hard. She was like, "Why was uh, February picked? Yeah, picked as, as, the... as Black History Month?" And it was just a lot of good questions that was on there. You know, to make us sit back and, and learn. So I think that was awesome. Can I confess? Go ahead, confess. <laughs> All right, I have a confession. So when Sabrina sent us that questionnaire, mm-hmm. deep breath. Oh. I Googled a lot I of them. You <laughs> cheated. I sure did. I cheated. did. Wow. I really like I, sure, no, I literally uh, knew maybe three oh. of like, I want to say it was like 20 questions. Yeah. And I felt embarrassed as a black person. Oh. So I was like, you know what? I have to Google <laughs> something. Know, I have to get <laughs> off <laughs> the top. Me and my one of my no. girlfriends that's we was in Hawaii, so we were like, What do you think?" and we were going back and forth. And it was, I felt like it was great. I didn't even think to Google it. Like, no. I really didn't. That was just dumb. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah. I was Googling because I was like, this is an embarrassment. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't know but nothing. But that's good because you are pushing. Anyway, that was one of your goals. Yes, it was one of my goals. To learn, to learn more. To learn some more. Um, learn and um, also, Kevin Hart has a really good documentary on okay. Netflix. Yeah. Um, with the kids. Yeah, yeah. It's I really good. I could commit
1: to that because that was just Yeah, one it was just one episode.
0: episode. I, I low-key <laughs> wanted it to be more. Though no, I, I did want to be yeah. more, it was really good, it well. was what, and what, it was
1: done in a creative way,
0: yeah. Like, he was telling the story to his daughter mm-hmm. of like, um, historic uh, black people, like successful black people, so it wasn't just about slavery, it was like yeah. the first doctor to do surgery. Like um, that. but he did it in like a comedic way, so it was funny, yeah. Okay. It was good, nice, nice, it was really good. Um, this last one, um uh, sorry cuts from the culture I, I totally forgot this last one <laughs> we don't um, to cuts right to yeah j- no just because I think it's interesting because okay. uh Kevin on stage did uh, uh, a commentary about um people who are traveling to Caribbean islands like Haiti and you know other well, even in Africa yeah. right where there's like poverty some some areas of poverty or whatever and doing like these elaborate photo shoots and using the, the those who are in poverty as props. So like, for example, (laughs) um, like this picture, like you see this really nice um, African looking model, right? Mm -hmm. And in the background, you can see like, you know, the people who are like trying to sell their merchandise. The kids with like broken sandals on, with dirty clothes on, just hanging out in the background. And it's been a popular thing. Like when people, a lot of people are traveling nowadays and they want to do like these photo shoots and whatever Mm -hmm. and where they are. But they don't take into consideration the people that you're around. So, like, you're flaunting your yourself and your wealth or your ability or whatever yeah. in front of these people who are really just trying their hardest to make, to make it. it. Wow. So, his comment was, like, to stop using people as props like these people as props yeah um, and even in haiti like they're starting to do that too like you know they'll go to the mache and stuff like that and just you and your high heels with the evening gown on no. taking a photo shoot and it's like <laughs> bruh <laughs> like, you know what i mean i'm trying to sell my food food here my little rice so i can send my kid to school yeah. and here you are having a using me as a prop like that's not cool um, yeah. So, yeah, he has some commentary about that. And Lignon, Lignon Suite mm-hmm. um, reposted it and um, had some dialogue about that, too. Okay. And everyone was upset about it. And they're like, yeah, I can't read French, guys. So I'm not even going uh, to attempt yeah. <laughs> to, <I> to <laughs> read some yeah. of these comments. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, basically they would like stop taking pictures without people's consent. Because most of the time they're not getting it. That's true. That that's another thing. Like your picture is like going everywhere. Yeah, and,
1: these pictures probably go viral. Yeah. Or whatever it is. I mean, yeah. They don't.
0: One one African girl actually became a model that way. Wow. She um she was walking across a photo shoot because people <laughs> were just, just having photo shoots. and she was walking with a bread basket on her head and like she's used to it. So she's walking with such elegance and poise. Yeah. And they saw that and, and they, they were like, I, Who's that? They, yeah, they literally they saw mm. the video went uh the picture went viral Absolutely. and they're like, Who that? And they found her and she became a model. Wow. So <laughs> in one aspect is good. Um, yeah. so yeah. All right, you guys, that was a lot. A lot, it was. Um, (laughs) Let's jump into our topic. Um, Mo, go. So you guys are are aware this whole month we've been focused on healthy um, interpersonal relationships and and unhealthy signs and just building on that. I'm just going to give a a little recap. Um, So, you know, the focus has been moving from a place of being unaware um, we could be broken or hurt or stagnant just so we can move to a place of growth and healing and self-awareness. Um, so we wanted to shine on a light on what may be normal in society but unhealthy and some, sometimes maybe abnormal to society, but it is very healthy for your growth. Um, so we first start, started with um, self and just that you could be in, relation, in relations with others, but the importance of knowing yourself, your strengths, your weaknesses, your values, your temperaments. Um, and then we explore friendships and evolving through the seasons of life, what healthy friendships look like. Right. Um, and then, lastly, we spoke on preparing for preparing to be a healthy partner right. for someone. Um, what that process looked like for our dear friend Sondy and just what he went through, his whole growth, his whole um, upbringing. Um, so now we're going to be addressing a bit more uh, about with family with yes. our LPC in the building. Um, so we welcome Michelle Ooh. in there with us. Thank um, you for having
1: me.
0: You're welcome. Yes. So why don't you let our listeners know? Tell us a little bit about what you do so they're aware.
1: Um, so primarily I work for a nonprofit, um, and what we do, we work specifically with people with severe and persistent mental illnesses, um, and there's a bunch of different programs within that nonprofit. So I'm, um, I work on the administrative side. I'm more of a supervisor, um, and transitioning into directing, um, for this agency, um, but Um, The reason that I went into this field was because I wanted to do more of the direct work with people. Um, So um, I'm also a therapist. Um, So about two days a week, sometimes three days a week, I'm providing therapy, Mm -hmm. one-on-one counseling, um, family counseling, marriage counseling. I work with all different ages. um, So kids to adults, um, people in their 60s, people as young as my youngest clients ever were probably four years old. Um, So um, I work with everyone. Um, My niche, probably working with teens and uh, doing some individual counseling um, with teens in that regard. A lot of young men that come to meet with me Um, and couples. Um, I really have a a heart for family. I think overall, a lot of what people experience, even as individuals, when they're coming into counseling, Mm -hmm. you're really dissecting kind of what's going on with their family. Usually the counselor or the therapist will go in and kind of ask, okay, you know. Like, let's do a genogram. What does your home look like? And what what has happened when you were growing up? Who was home? Who was there? Um, And just starting there because that can be very telling and very revealing even Mm -hmm. as they're just telling you about their parents or Mm -hmm. telling you about their siblings. There's stories. Um, And you can kind of connect the dots and see how how has this impacted this person with maybe that simple problem of maybe just anxiety. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, What got you interested in this field? Because I feel as though like... I don't see a lot of males in this field. Mm-hmm.
1: So, what 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 made you? So, as a kid, I I always wanted to be a pediatrician. Um, and I was really just because my oh, own Haitian. pediatrician. First off, yes, it definitely is yes. extremely cut from Haitian, the call, huh? right? Uh-huh. Cut from the cloth, right? Um, but my pediatrician was he was cool. He had a lot of cars. He had Hummers. And oh, every wow. time I would go to the doctor, there would Dude, be a co- different, really nice car parked wow. in his spot. And I'm yeah. like, that's his car. And I would ask him, "Is that your car outside?" And he'd be like yeah I want a car like that so I I always thought that you know that that was kind of what propelled me because I really liked him yeah um as I got older um I realized that that wasn't what I was made to do um and uh, in college I was a bio major for two years trying to pursue something that really wasn't for Mm me um and then when I when I made that decision to switch uh, I was lost I didn't really know what I wanted to do Mm -hmm. I had to really do some self-evaluating like you guys talk about Mm -hmm. even with self and learning self I learned a lot about me and what being a pediatrician and what i'm doing now have in common Mm -hmm. is really just that it's helping people right and that's what i have a passion for so i had an internship Mm -hmm. um at this place called the sierra house Mm -hmm. House. yes um and um if you know anything about the sierra house they work with women young women who are homeless and transitioning and uh i'm a man and a lot of trust issues there with me coming in Mm -hmm. like who is this and he's an intern he wants to talk to me and Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I taught empowerment classes there and um Keely Freeman was the um I think what was the founder and mm-hmm. she really believed in me and um the rest is history because for me, um being able to be there, even for that short period of time, I saw the transition where people really trusted me, the people that I was truly really trying to help. Mm-hmm. And um it really showed me like, Yeah, this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing because if you could break down those walls and those barriers to help people, mm-hmm. then you could do it yeah. in a career long term as well. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So I wanted to jump right into it. I grew up in a hood, right? And I ain't gonna lie, part of the hood is still in me. I still like it. I'm still drawn to it. Y'all know um, I'm still. I'm in, I'm <laughs> in New York when I see the kids. Like I just I like it. Um. But what I I realized is a lot of things I didn't see because we were all very similar we Mm -hmm. all grew up similar our homes were similar to my best friends they weren't being raised and and um they're being raised by their grandparents Mm -hmm. one father was incarcerated the other one passed away um their parent their moms had passed away from like um substance abuse so it was very like common and normal normal for us um growing up and a lot of things that we were seeing violent behavior all this other stuff was very much normal and I feel like the when I kind of went to college and then I came back to high school for like a homecoming was now when I started to see things differently because now I was in a different environment. Right. Um, so I realized that for some people, things may be unhealthy, but we don't realize it because mm-hmm. it's kind of the norm. And we're in this this environment constantly um, from your work with families um, and, and Individuals, what would you say some signs may be like? Hey, that may be an unhealthy sign, um, and that we may not be aware of. Think
1: Specific to, I guess, family, the family, Or yeah. yeah. um,
0: common signs maybe you see come in or not. So, um, like, if you see somebody with like trust issues, and you be like, "Hmm, what happened?" Let's or, dive or into just that. like the top, no, like like the top, like these are top family issues that may bring individuals in
1: um i guess so no. oh for helping yeah. for counseling oh, yeah. okay so um with teens especially um what you see with a lot of teenagers is feeling misunderstood mm-hmm. um and you know they their vantage point and their world view is a lot different than their parents mm-hmm. and based on the age of the parents especially what you'll see is the parents are so far removed from being a teenager yeah. that yeah. they tend to forget exactly what it was like to be a teenager (laughs) um so the challenge now becomes the parents priorities versus Mm, the the child's priorities and the child wants to go out and play the child wants to hang out with his friends wants to play video games wants to be on social media Mm -hmm. and the parents are thinking about college and oh now you got to prepare to go You know to school you got to take your sat and all this extra stuff and Mm it's that's me (laughs) but these are the differences that you would see in terms of priorities from a teenage perspective and a parent's perspective so that's an issue that oftentimes i see and i'm helping families kind of work through another one would really be um parents in general right Um, marriage is the foundation of a family um, so now if the parents have issues, sometimes there's divorce, sometimes there's separation. Sometimes people are married on paper yeah, and mm-hmm. they live in the same house. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. but
1: are they actually married and are they living married? No. And then they'll send their kid in for counseling because now the kid, especially with younger kids, you'll see that some behaviors may increase. Some yeah, negative behaviors are unwanted behaviors may increase. And it's not really because the kid has a problem. Mm-hmm. right? People are quick to diagnose young kids with oppositional defiant disorder Mm -hmm. right um and it's i don't know these college terms (laughs) um it's basically like okay this kid is acting out though they 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 see behaviors and it's oh well you know he's not listening yeah he's really defiant um and it's no no it's probably stemming from the dynamic at home and what's going on at home Mm -hmm. um so that's something that you'll see and then of course on the flip side of that so parents can impact you know kids and that's why they're coming and that's why families are okay well this kid needs counseling Mm -hmm. the kids see what's going on and now there's a reaction there's a response um but now let's say you do have a child in the home maybe who has special needs Mm -hmm. or maybe who um has emotional issues and they're trying to work through it now the parents are usually gonna really wrap around that child and give that child a lot of attention yeah. right but now if they're giving mm-hmm. you all of the attention and then you aren't getting any of it now yeah, you might do things just to gain that same kind of attention because yeah. you feel like maybe you aren't getting that attention you aren't getting the love that yeah. they're providing to the other and it's not that the parents love that child any less it's really just
0: this yeah. child right here
1: is already. requiring a little bit more um, support and, and, and attention right now um, mm. there's a lot of reasons a lot of different mm. reasons that families come in um, but the main thing is usually conflict. Um, and I always, especially when families are coming in, I always try to talk to the parents just to make sure, okay, are you guys good? Are you guys on the same page? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, if I can square that away, now we can work as a family yes. on just making sure that everything with the kids um, is also improving and we're seeing progress there.
0: How do you how do you handle, um, like, communication within families? Because I, I family, like, I feel like... Y'all get in my business all the time. So I'll, here we go. Um, I think, like for me, I think I have more grace for other people. Okay. Right? And then when you when Understand it comes me. to family, it's like the fuse is so short. The fuse is like, listen, you have one shot with mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? Whereas if, if it's like a friend, I'm like, all right, this is like the fourth time you messed up. Yeah, You're getting on my nerves, but mm-hmm. all right, cool. I don't live with you. you know, yeah, mm-hmm. with, but with like family, it, it's tough. So how do you correct that that issue or or how do you fix that? Or help. I guess, help that,
1: whatever. Help that, right? Mm-hmm. So um, there's an exercise I do with my couples and I do with my families. Yeah. Um, and I think it's very effective because I'll do it right there with them and I make them feel uncomfortable when they're in my room. <laughs> oh, wow. okay. But then That's I'll right. tell them to go home and they'll do it. There's there's I guess there's two things. Um, first off, there's a safe word. Okay. Right? And it could be any word. It could be a banana. It could be apple. It could be chair. Pineapples. Pineapples. I was just thinking <laughs> right (laughs) Um, but i say pick a safe word Mm -hmm. right when you say this safe word that means i need space i need time let's talk about this later okay right because once one person starts arguing with another yeah, right yeah. and now all of a sudden you're yelling so because you're yelling at me i'm gonna start yeah. yelling at you mm-hmm. yeah. right and now you stand up like what and i'm saying <laughs> yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah. right? then, right? the <laughs> then we forgot everything that we, we even started exactly. talking about right? We <laughs> arguing about yeah. so i always say you know pick a safe word because now that now now that you all agree on this safe word yeah. you know okay we're not going to talk about this right now we'll each go to our spaces mm-hmm. cool down and then we'll talk about it yeah um and then the other exercise that i really do um this is more of an exercise a safe word is really easy it's just let's pick a word you you guys got to use it and that's more so for at home but Mm -hmm. what i have them do with me even in the room so that they can practice it at home is an exercise i call pass the mic okay right so if you're speaking and you got points that you want to make no matter how much oh lord or like how much i disagree okay or how much i'm saying she is lying (laughs) and i just got to be quiet and let you speak and you actually have to hold something. Yeah. If and if Your it's an air mic or yeah. if you're holding a brush, you're holding a pencil, yeah. I don't care. You're holding something to yeah. show this is my mic my turn, yeah. and I'm talking. And after you speak, yeah. you pass the mic to who you're speaking to. Yeah. And now they have permission to speak and okay. now you have to be quiet. Okay. You can't say a word. That way it promotes healthy communication, yes. healthy dialogue where you're listening and you're yes. speaking. And you're able to actually hear what the person is you're saying. saying. Right. Um, Respect is key. And I I think a lot of times people tend to, um, if they aren't using that safe word, Mm -hmm. that's where respect is like, like that boundary is crossed. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't passing the mic, then they aren't really listening to each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a lot of Caribbean families?
1: Uh, (laughs) No. Because I don't know.
0: We got to test this out with some.
1: Okay, so I'm not going to. So I can't really.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But. I I have I have a I think I have a pretty diverse group of families that I've worked with Um, and I have seen this effectively work. Um, It does take that humility. And usually what it is, is when you come into counseling to me, the people you have to trust me as the professional. Right. So I'm giving you these things. And that's why I have them do it right then and there, because if you you're at home, you're not going to do what I like. It is uncomfortable and it is different. It's not common. Um, But if you're able to do it in a safe space Mm -hmm. where there is no judgment and you're doing it, both of you guys now or everybody in the family is in a position where they're vulnerable in front of each other mm-hmm. and you're doing that in a safe space I'm not passing judgment I'm just mm-hmm. sitting there watching like yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. and i'm giving that uh encouragement like mm-hmm. okay that was really good I, I like that you spoke about your feelings right, right. and i'm mm-hmm. and 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 I'm guiding that yeah. so now doing that here right there in the room right. that becomes something that we do every week now so now when you're coming in it, it shouldn't be that you know, Sally is yelling over her brother, Timmy, exactly. while mom and dad are sitting there trying to like, no, stop yelling. And no, right. Right. I'm just going to mm-hmm. cut it off. And OK, no, we're passing the mic now. Right. Right. Okay. By doing that, it normalizes that kind of uh, technique mm-hmm. and strategy. Now they can really do it at home. OK. Yeah. And then they'll come back the next week <laughs> like, oh, we tried it and he didn't want to pass me the mic. And, <laughs> right. Because I'm that part oh, that now well, holds yeah. them accountable.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think they that's, I think that's very key because. I I think it's just key because I just feel like we don't always know—not say we don't know that, but we don't always practice that. Like, just we were talking about that, listening, like even to understand where you're coming from. We're already responding before we even understand Mm -hmm. what you're coming from. We're just explaining it
1: um,
0: with one another. And then I, we—the reason why we talk about this is because we're all coming from home. So if you come from a home where you may yell over each other yeah. and i come from home where i'm waiting i'm like wait i didn't even get my point across and you're building a relationship now that's an issue mm-hmm. yeah. um if you haven't learned that So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely an issue <laughs> if you over talking then we got a problem yes it's true okay so i, I once heard that um many families may be coming um kind of reactionary or like a last resort um not last resort, but, like, later on when a lot of issues done piled up is a lot of times when they come Mm -hmm. um, more than preventative care, meaning, Mm -hmm. like, I already know marriage is hard, so I'm going to come and have post-marital counseling instead of just Mm -hmm. Mm pre-marital counseling. Do you find that to be true?
1: Um, Yes. So this is something that I constantly um, see, especially with couples. Um, They'll wait until there's a fire. The way Mm -hmm. I kind of see it is when you are in a marriage, right, that's where the family starts. Right, getting yes. married. It's not okay. I had kids because people will say, "Oh, now now I'm building my family." No, yeah, you yeah. started building your family when you said, "I do." <laughs> right. That right. was that's that's the foundation. Come
0: on here and preach, a Right. There we so go.
1: <laughs> you um you you see that that's where it starts, and then together as a couple, mm-hmm. you build this house. Right. Yeah. Trying to paint a picture for you guys. That house is yours to care for. That's the family. That's the relationships. Yes. Right. People wait for a fire to happen. Mm-hmm right, in order to come to counseling, Yeah. Mm-hmm. right? But what's wrong with doing a little bit of renovations and a little bit of cosmetic work along the way, yeah. right? And that's what that preventative counseling approach is more like. It's like, I'm not waiting for there to be a fire. I'm not waiting for there to be a crisis mm-hmm. for me to call the counselor. Mm-hmm. And then another mistake people try to make is they try to rebuild while there is are still a fire, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? You didn't forgive each other. You didn't um, hash it out. You didn't talk it out. You, you didn't get out. the help to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. But now you're sitting here and trying to make things better. Yeah yeah meanwhile in the back of your mind you know well i don't trust him anyway or you know i don't forgive her for doing this or it 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 doesn't promote um growth um it 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 prevents any sort of true healing Mm -hmm. right and then what you find is that You have that family that looks like the picture perfect family, yeah. um, Mm -hmm. On paper, yeah. Right, but Mm -hmm. deep down they are broken. Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah. So, well, all right. So, how do you spot though that maybe we need to see somebody before this becomes a fire? Like, where? How do I spot like smoke areas? Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm in the relationship with somebody, how do I know like, hmm, we might need to figure this thing Mm -hmm. out before Mm -hmm. it really hits the fan go because I want to go, go. Okay. my only go thing is and I say that just even as a school counselor like with my students I'm not waiting till you're failing for me to meet you mm-hmm. I'm I'm meeting you as a student period mm-hmm. how are you what are your goals what are you trying to build mm-hmm. where are you trying to go right. do you know any goals can, are, can we start to work together now to build these goals I feel like any two people you're different so you automatically are coming you're not waiting for smoke I'm not waiting for the the fire or the issue. I'm coming in already because I already know I'm different and you're different. And we're trying to make sure this is good. Mm -hmm. So I'm just coming in. So should we do counseling? Like, I know they do pre pre premarital counseling. So after you get married, should there still be like a newlywed counseling? I think post-marital, but you go ahead. Is that a thing?
1: So I I I I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm not gonna say it's not a thing because it could be a thing somewhere else. But okay. other professionals who are in the field. Google when you need it. Um, I know there's a couple. But, I,
0: I have followed. They did it. Sometimes
1: what you'll see is a, a couple that has been working with the counselor for premarital counseling. They establish that relationship. They aren't going to come in every week, yeah. but they'll do a couple check ins, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that they're doing all right, yeah. right throughout the year. And 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 that's something that's very responsible um, and it's proactive. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's more so what you're um, kind of thinking about, right. Monique, yeah. Um as a th- from like if somebody wanted to just keep coming week after week after yeah. week after week. Then it's kind of like as a therapist, you got to kind of say, listen, the techniques and the skills I've taught you, you are able Mm -hmm. to do on your own. And and I've had that conversations with families and with couples that I've worked with. before. It's like, listen, um, you're at a point where you can maintain now on your own. Mm -hmm. Right. So do that. And then I'll try to taper down the sessions. That's also part of, you know, my job and my responsibility. It's unethical for me to just have you sitting there coming in and I'm racking in all your money just because. (laughs) No. If, you, if we've addressed the issues and we've reached the goals and we hit the milestones we're really trying to hit, now it's my job to kind of tell you, okay, let's taper it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that puts you in a position now where you have um, an opportunity to really put into practice what you've kind of learned over this uh, period of counseling. Yeah. So it's really important that um, couples and families still um, position themselves to just kind of be Independent as well. You can't become reliant and dependent on the therapist.
0: Yeah, Um, I feel like Marlene because we had her come to speak about evolving friendships, and she spoke about um, just her and her husband being a part of a. But I think it was a marriage ministry. Yeah, that they meet and -hmm. they would just work on different things and talk about different things. And I don't know. I guess just what they have older couples. Mm -hmm. I guess just mentoring and just helping and guiding them. You know, and I think that's
1: just. It's important. There's there's so many different things that couples can do I think um, one of the biggest changes when people get married I think Sandy kind of even touched on it was, is, is just relationships and friendships yeah. um, mm-hmm. and you have to be able to know okay this is the chapter I'm in yeah. Right. Um, and some of my closest friends even today weren't people that I was really chilling with or hanging out with yeah. back when I was single these are people that are kind of like minded and are in the same stage as me yeah. in regards to just marriage and um, having kids and so we're able to connect and empathize with each other in that way. It doesn't mean that now all your other friends, all the other people in right. your life, are yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. But it's you they have, have to place, be able yeah. to have that as well because um, you can't be the married person hanging out with a bunch of single people, <laughs> yeah, and leaving your wife at home or your husband at home. And no, you 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 have to be able to go out together now too because that support, especially when you guys all share the same faith and everything. Mm-hmm it's really um, encouraging. And I, for myself, I know I have that. Yeah. Like I have a group of people that we, we, they'll come to the house and we'll just sit there and we'll talk it out and mm-hmm. just kind of catch up with each other. Yeah. And we'll talk about real things and real issues and real struggles and real changes and challenges that we've experienced. Mm-hmm. And just that peer-to-peer support mm-hmm. um, is very good. Um, mentorship is huge as well, finding that older couple that you can always yeah. um, talk to, somebody who's walked the road that you haven't traveled yet. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I had listened to a word this week. I don't know if you listened to Transformation Church this week with Mike Todd. Um, well, the strings the strings yes watch the yeah, video, but... yeah. so this week he kind of spoke about um, just things that run in the family mm-hmm. and he was talking about Abraham um, being deceptive with Sarah when he went to Egypt and he was mm-hmm. speaking about Isaac and, and Rebecca and how Rebecca was teaming up with Jacob and being deceptive as well yeah. um, to Isaac and how it affected Esau and now yeah. Esau wants to kill Jacob and, and how when we don't address these different things and how we get passed down um, it's just in our family and this That it can cause. And sometimes I think we're unaware of the trends and habits. Mm -hmm. Do you guys, do you touch on that? Or how could people, I guess, begin to assess or see what may be a trend in their home?
1: So um, a lot of times, right, you're impacted by the relationship that was in front of you, Mm -hmm. right? So your own parents, your own caregivers. Um, it's like monkey see, monkey do. And you'll find yourself doing things and find yourself saying, I'm never doing this Absolutely. because <laughs> of what I saw, right? So yeah. everybody's able to kind of know this. Mm-hmm. Um, but have you ever actually sat down and reflected on Have you yeah. ever sat mm-hmm. down and maybe even made a list mm-hmm. of like the do's and the don'ts based on what you saw in your own experience? Yeah, so that's yeah. something that, you know, I work on with um, a lot of my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, but I then.
0: Have. Look at that. Mm. Bam! So you're ahead of the game. Yes. Right? Okay. But
1: then on the flip side of that, uh, and this is something that even as an adult you can do. Mm-hmm. I really challenge my teens with this a lot, but even as an adult you can do this. Have you ever had a conversation with your parents about them, yeah, and their life and sure, what
0: that requires patience? It that definitely requires, right. requires patience. A lot of work.
1: But think of it like this, right? Haitian parents will always say, "Oh, I want to be a friend." Right? They always <laughs> they reach this point. A- Oh my. They, always, <laughs> we know that they always reach this point in relationship with you, right? Where you were a kid, you were a kid, you were a kid. And then all of a sudden it's like, why don't you talk to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So true, right? yeah, so
0: yeah, true. Yeah, true. <laughs> so
1: take an opportunity and actually talk to them, yeah. right? But but listen, it's going to be a little, it's going to be judge. a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Not for you, because you, you, you hold the cards, yeah. right? If you right. went to them and you asked them some open-ended questions like, you know, when you were 20 years old, like, what were you doing or what were you studying mm. or like... What did yeah. you do with your friends for fun, right? Yeah. Ask them some of these kind of questions because yeah. we see our parents from the vantage point of they are our parents. They've yeah. always yeah. been our parents, mm-hmm. but we tend to forget that, they, that yeah. they grew up just like us. I saw a picture of my dad one time. He had a fro. And he was cleaning. <laughs> he was sitting next. He was standing next to a horse in Haiti in a field. And I'm like, Why are you dressed so nice? You got, you got like your hair is picked out perfectly. Right. And I'm thinking like, Where was he going? <laughs> right. That's that's something I should ask. Right. Yeah, right yeah. Because at that time he wasn't married. This was a yeah. picture he was probably sending my mom when they were dating and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, OK, like these are the kind of things you want to ask your parents. How did you meet? Yeah. You know, those kind of those kind of conversations need to be had, because if you have these conversations, um, it, it it opens the door for even deeper conversations. Yeah. And the deeper conversations now require you to have a little bit more exposure yeah. and to be a little bit more vulnerable. Um, but if you start that at an early age with your parents, then as you grow up and as you learn more about yourself, now you might ask your parents, you know, instead of like, oh, what what were you doing before you were a parent? What were you doing before this, that and the third? Mm-hmm. Now you might say, you know, this week I really saw that, you know, I struggled with um, some anger yeah. and mm-hmm. I, I just blew up at work and I don't really know where that came from. Have you ever experienced that? Mm-hmm. Right. It requires you to be that transparent with a parent. Yeah. But. At the same time, it gives them a position to kind of say, yeah, you know, I struggled with anger a lot, too, when I was, you know, Mm -hmm. right around your age. And it was because of pressure. And this is how we break some of these things. Because mm -hmm. if these conversations aren't happening, right, right, um, parents need to be comfortable to be that vulnerable. And a lot of Haitian parents, I will say, say, are not not as comfortable being that transparent. transparent. but it t- it's It starts with communication and little conversations you could i, I do I make yeah. a lot of jokes with my parents at times, and my mom is the queen of like really whack jokes sometimes, <laughs> but me and my siblings will, will will make jokes and everything, and it's those moments that now allow you to kind of delve a little bit deeper
0: yeah okay. i think and i i I can be that way where I was like Cheryl too, where I was thinking there's no way that they're going to. I had these open conversations like it's not the norm in a Haitian family, yeah. um, but today from the whole Mike Todd thing, that's how I kind of started the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, I was listening to the sermon, and they were showing, you know, in the lineage of with Abraham, and this was something that he was struggling with. And I was so I asked my mom. I said, oh, these are the strengths I see and weaknesses um, and I was talking about myself and then I said so what do you see about you? Mm -hmm. Your strengths and and your weaknesses and she really was Mm -hmm. um, open and Mm -hmm. you know it it wasn't this was kind of our first like conversation like this that Mm -hmm. it was very like vulnerable and and she was and it was it went way different than i thought and we we spent like probably an hour just going in about what and i was like what did you see in your parents, and what what did you see in front of you because i was reading an article and they said a lot of parents talk to their kids but their kids are more likely to follow what they do than what they say Mm -hmm. so the conversation was amazing and Mm -hmm. we were just seeing the 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 same similarities we had and differences. I was like, what do we see in, our, in my siblings? It was really, you know, eye-opening.
1: You it know? requires boldness, and I think that that's um, what we kind of lack at times. We talk ourselves out of it before even giving it a try. Yes. Like, we look at the history and we say, okay, well, they've always been stubborn. They never listened to me, so I'm gonna talk to them now. Yeah. See, no, there was a time my dad sat me and my brother down, and he legit said, is there anything that I can do, you know, better, right? And my dad did a lot of lecturing. Bold. To us, right? So he had boldness saying that, yeah. but before this, he was just lecturing us and yeah, scolding yeah. us for something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So me, I'm sitting there like I'm just trying to get out of here. I'm, I ain't saying jack. And I legit was gonna be like, no, nah, you're perfect. Whatever, let me go, right? And my brother is the one who had the boldness. My brother was always one who was like right. bold and kind of spoke his mind. Yeah. So he was very bold and was like, you yell too much. You always yelling. How can I listen to what you're saying if you're just gonna yell at me and get all angry? Yeah. And my dad took that and he was like, mm, mm-hmm. yes, you're right. And from there, there was a change. Yeah. You, you really did see a change in his behavior and his wow. interaction with us. If it was just me and my dad talking, that would not have happened at that stage in my life. Yeah. No, I, wasn't, I, I didn't have that boldness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of young people do. Um, they have, to have fear. Like You don't know mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And because of that uncertainty and because of fear, you just lack just being bold and brave and just speaking out. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what it takes. Talk, mm-hmm. don't, don't talk yourself out of it based on history. Because just like you've developed and you've grown and mm-hmm. you've become a different person, your parents are people. Yeah. And that's the thing we have to remember. And you have to be able to have those kind of conversations because they are developing and they're changing, too.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's even big. Not, I, I know you prepare that for your family, but I think that's even big with practice. Like, me and Sherelle work a lot with teens. Mm-hmm. So just preparing them and just being open to conversations, too. Do you, would you recommend that, you know, we're talking even when they're younger? Like, if you're raising up kids or we're in ministry, just being able to speak with them and be open, I guess, because we haven't necessarily seen it modeled. Um, in terms know. of,
1: like, being transparent yeah. and self-disclosing. Um, I always say, like, you have to kind of approach that very carefully with the young people around you, because especially when you're working um, with young people, mm-hmm. Um you aren't at home with them. You don't know what they experience at home and you don't know what your disclosure or what your transparency can even trigger mm-hmm. at times. So in order to protect them, you just want to make sure that um, you're very wise in your disclosure or wise in how transparent you are about certain things. Mm-hmm. It, there's a time and a place for it when it's outside of the family. Okay, um, Within the family, I don't think there should be secrets, but we all know that there's we mm. we yeah. are raised in a shame-based culture <laughs> and please, there's yeah. many secrets yeah. um that kind of get covered up and think yeah. there's things I've learned about certain family members that I <laughs> I'm like, "What? Like <laughs> when did <laughs> this happen?" Right? and I'm like the last to know. Yeah. Like I'm sure everybody has had a similar experience where it's like, "Wow, I never knew that." Absolutely. Um, but as you get older, you kind of, you know, get more exposed to that. Um but there's a time and a place for everything. So just using some wisdom and discernment. Yeah. Um, When sharing um, and just with my experience working with kids Mm -hmm. and I've and I've seen school counselors and I've been in that environment with kids sometimes there's a level of disclosure that is there to help Mm -hmm. um, the kid right or the youth that's um, being um, addressed at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, The motivation behind any sort of disclosure any transparency can never be about self. Right. It Absolutely. has to be about the individual, and is this actually going to help them? So always moving with that kind of a motivation.
0: Okay. okay. Awesome. <laughs> all right. That that was deep, guys. So we didn't have to have a deep breath. I felt like we, that was that was good. We didn't yeah. dive too deep, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So I think I think we're all usah. We're okay. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for being on the show. Hi. Thank you so much for all your information. Like, mm-hmm. okay, no I feel problem. like I should maybe be brave a little bit
1: come on yeah no, the the like honestly a, a challenge i give every listener yeah. is have a conversation with your parents this yeah. week it don't matter what age you are you could be 40 years old 50 years old you <laughs> could be 12 you could be 13 yeah i
0: don't like homework i left homework back in school no. Okay, sorry. just have
1: a conversation and ask them about their past ask them about a point in their life before you existed yeah. right yeah. Okay, because you that. weren't there to see it okay. so ask them about tell me just you could tell them tell me a story about your life mm-hmm. before I was there.
0: Okay, start light. You don't exactly. got to go deep yet. Start light with them. Mm-hmm. All right, whatever. <laughs> we got to <laughs> we got to build a healthy family yeah. so I know we got to i you will know, move to that direction. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, Yay. be sure to listen on Saturdays, two to three p.m. on Radio Olivier, Ooh. iTunes, SoundCloud, and this week Google, Google Play. I, 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 so no, I found out it's called Play Music oh, on Play Android. Music, sorry. So on Play Music, <laughs> you can find views on from Genesis. Yeah, on Android, <laughs> uh, that's what it, I don't. Who has
1: Android? First of
0: all, people? that's not the work of the Lord of the Lord. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look. Some of our listeners, do I know that so I'm so happy that they have well, it. we're
1: gonna it's pray available. that God will upgrade? Uh, yes, lives.
0: see, she'll know what's up. Yeah, look, y'all yes. out. So, yes. y'all, I'm sorry. so on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, play music and on 2 3 p.m. on Saturdays, we got your Olivier. As always, thank you guys for listening. Thank any last you. things? Any y'all good? We are good. We're good. Right All right, there. peace out, guys. Have a blessed weekend. Peace
1: out, everybody. Bye. Oh